you're listening to the Seven Transformations podcast. For access to the latest content, including the show notes to this episode, stay connected at the7transformations.com. Create a life you love. Transformation is an ongoing journey, and it is good that we don't have to walk that path alone. My name is Tudor Alexander, and this is my weekly podcast sharing life lessons on and off the competitive floor with a few stories in between. Thank you for joining me on this journey. And now, let's create a life we love. What's up, what's up, guys? I'm here with my awesome friend, Jaime. What's up, Jaime? Hey, what's up? How's you guys doing? So today we are talking transformation, and in a very interesting way, Jaime actually owns his own lighting company, Divinity Event Lighting. So I'll let him tell you a little more about that. But I wanted to have Jaime on the show because I think lighting and you know music and all these things, they play such a transformative effect on a venue on our ability to remember something and really uh, make it just from a regular night or a regular space into something special. And I think that that process is very interesting to look at. And what can we learn about other processes in our life, our work, uh, transformation in general, by looking at it through the lens of event lighting. So here we go. So Jaime, why don't you tell them about your company a little bit, what you guys do, where you're at, that kind of thing. So... Hello, everyone. Yes, uh, my name is Jaime Figueroa. I'm the owner of Divinity Event Lighting. Uh, well, the company is established in Phoenix, Arizona. It's uh, it's been a great blessing, you know, to be able to to uh, enter into the event industry with lighting. Like you said, it, it's a transformation, and it really leaves a mark in in people's memory. Uh, lighting can do that. Oh yeah, the absolutely. Way, the way lighting affects the eye, the way lighting enters into the eye and causes that memory is amazing lighting is psychological mm-hmm. you know you can be in a well-lit room and feel like you're in study mode that's why yeah rooms in classrooms are well lit right you know um and when you even offices there, too and like even working offices, yeah they keep yeah. that cold that, yeah. desensitized light <laughs> yeah it, keep, it helps you focus turn down the light like yeah in the theater what happens when a theater lighting goes down after you sit down you know what? What happens? Start you to relax. S- you a start to relax. And you yeah. start to sit into your seat. You <laughs> sit and then you sink. Yeah. You know yeah. that's what lighting does. It, it's interesting because we were talking about this a little bit off air about how there's just dif- different moods associated with different lighting levels, even different colors, and how that can totally change your psychological state. You know that, that's fascinating to me. I mean, I remember reading a study about how creativity actually if you want to be more creative you just turn the lights down Uh, whereas if it's like you said if it's all that bright light it is very stimulating in a different way it's a little more analytical brain so it's it's very interesting how these things have a profound impact on on our well-being even sometimes i think the right lighting can uh relax you or stress you out so it's very true very true yeah yeah i mean we're in the event industry we're we're at weddings or whatnot, and the party don't start until the lights go down and <laughs> the alcohol goes in. <laughs> too, you right. know? So it's a, it's a, it's a huge player in the event. And 
anybody that has an event wants their wants everybody to remember that event mm. and how do the how do you accomplish that i mean it's not your table setting right it's gonna be beautiful it could be the table setting yeah but it's that wow factor of right. entering the room and just seeing wow where am i exactly you know yeah. all these vibrant colors you know for example well, some of my favorite colors when we do up lighting is fuchsia or teal. Oh, yeah. Because of how vibrant they are. Those mm. change the mood. And it's like party was. Like, mm. Let's go. So, yeah, definitely. Yeah, you, uh, Jaime did this event uh, that we were all participating in at the studio that I work at. And it was these little, what are they, wireless, like wireless little cube lights or something. that Yeah, wireless uplights. Uh, up yes. Yeah, yeah. And it was it was fuchsia or magenta or something. Magenta, yeah. Magenta, magenta. yeah. It was yeah. so cool. It was such a... Is such a transformation, and that's the thing that blew me away, is that you have a space that, you know, is familiar to you or, you know, just a simple space. And then with just a few lights, it can instantly turn into something else. Something else. What does it mean now? It's Now it's a themed party of whatever it happens to be, all because of the arrangement of the lights. So that's really interesting. I mean, have you ever thought of your work doing what you do as a work of transformation or transformative in what you're doing? We have because we see it. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. we we go into uh, gyms. Yeah, everybody knows what a gym looks like. Yep. A gym looks like a gym. <laughs> yep. Go there, no, work out, and that's it. That's it. <laughs> you know, or, or a basketball court. What right. is, what's a basketball? That's all it is, yeah. right? Add some up lights, add some decorative colors, mm. add some, you know, moving atmospheric lighting. It changes it all. Yeah. Then it's party time. That's interesting. I mean, probably you've done a lot of like high school events or even just like these gym, like you said, going to gyms where such a, you know, plain Jane type of place and then you completely change it, change it, which is that's cool. That's cool. And it's cool that you're aware of of it as a transformative thing, because I think, you know, obviously there is a change that happens. And this is an important distinction is that there is a change that always happens. But what it means is whether it's transformative or not. So, you know, somebody, let's say I own a lighting business and, you know, for me, it's just, okay, whatever, we'll put some lights up and it just changes. I I don't think you can do your job fully with enough passion if you don't see it as transformative. Correct. Do you know what I mean? So I think that's important. Well, what's your favorite part of the process? You know, what you do, is it, you know, dealing with customers? Is it... uh, see you know setting up the room like there's a lot of parts to the process obviously what are some of the favorite parts for you wow that's um and why particularly i I mean i'm a people person i love it all Mm -hmm. i love from start to finish and and i'm there from start to finish Mm -hmm. you know i'm doing i'm there during the first initial call consultation planning, designing, execution, mm. and wrapping up cables at the end of the night. <laughs> yeah. You know? When everybody's already gone home, we're still there. And then go back to I the- always feel bad for those lighting guys at every event. I'm like, oh, oh the party's over. Now they have to... <laughs> now we have to tear it down. Now Especially if we were having fun, you know, because that, that kind of kills the mood. Yeah, it's like, oh, man, what a end- way to end the night. <laughs> yeah, so we've got smarter. Now we have a crew that comes in and yeah, tears down go. for us because, yeah... But, you know, and then we have to offload, clear the gear, set it up, Mm. get it prepped for the next event. So, but I think my favorite part, if we're, uh, I mean, definitely one of the favorite parts uh, would be 
the consultations. Mm. Uh, I'm a people's person, you know. Yeah. I like to say that I, you know, we are people per uh, people a people type of business. Mm-hmm. We just happen to do lighting, yeah, you know, because we just love deal dealing with people, yeah. But then definitely the that gasp when people come in, mm-hmm. you know, and you and the guests walk into the room, they're like, wow, you know, that's 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 what pays it off. That right wow there. fact, that, that moment wow. when they when the experience settles in on them, yes, and they it's either going to be a wow or what the heck is this? <laughs> <laughs> it's one or the other. One, one for or sure. the other. Yeah, <laughs> that's funny. Well, what's your uh, what's one of the most transformative uh, memories that you can think of in what you've done? Uh, maybe recently or maybe I don't know since you started what's one of the most transformative things you can think of mm, let's see elaborate a little bit on that question well like uh, like you're you know you have a lot of people that you've served obviously you've been doing this how long have you been doing this business five years five years yes. so in five years there's definitely a lot of people you've been seeing yes. so you know what's a memory that you can think back to where you it, it was that wow factor you know, like oh, okay. you, it was like, man, we had this gig and it was like the crummiest place ever. But after we we did it, we ended up, you know, totally transforming this place and the people loved it or, you know, whatever. I don't know. Or maybe it was for some people and they they couldn't afford all the way, but you gave them, you know, a little bit of slack and it made all the difference. Yeah, let's for not their talk about that on air. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we so, do that a lot. And yeah. see, that's part of our business. You yeah, know, we are. a we are a Christian business, and mm. hence the name Divinity. Um, so we, our heart is to help people. We, yeah. like, for example, your your organization, you guys do yeah. an awesome job helping out. You know the, you know the special need uh, kids. Uh, mm-hmm. Well, the kids that are you know in, in situations in life that yeah. you know they just need a little bit of a hand. You know. Um, those are those are our wow factors. Yeah. Uh, one of the biggest, uh, aside from the event we just did for you, which was awesome, we loved. Mm-hmm. You know, was uh, working. And if, and if you guys really quick to interrupt, Jaime, if you guys aren't familiar with it, it's basically uh, the organization is called Florence Crittenton. Uh, they're a national organization, but they're also locally uh, organized here. It's a uh, great organization for young girls, at-risk girls that are basically going through some really tough times. Uh, the dance studio that I work at collaborates with them to create a Dancing with the Stars event every year called TLC, Transformation Love and Connection. It's a really super event. You can donate to the organization. Uh, actually, on my website, I have a community link. Uh, they're the first link on there because I really love what they do. I volunteer there a lot. So check them out. Uh, they're really awesome. Jaime has really helped a lot with some of the events we've done for them uh, to really bring to life you know the space for those girls so anyway just to definitely, interrupt you really definitely quick. an <laughs> awesome an awesome organization yeah now, they're I, really cool i have i have special ties to that organization mm. some of my family was in that oh really at okay. that house right at, at the uh in the yeah and they've helped Central. a lot of local people yes. here it's it's a great organization yeah so. it's great it's phenomenal one of the great one of the biggest wow transformation uh transcendent um Situations we've been events that we've done with with the T- Tim Tebow, mm. uh, Night to Shine uh, organization as well. That one was awesome. Cool. What's and that about? Night to Shine. It's it's a prom night once a year all over the world. Uh, 
all over the world wow. at the same time. So different high schools like coordinate this together? Or? Churches. Churches. Oh, okay. Churches okay. Uh, step in uh, through Tim, Tim Tebow uh, and just organize this. It's amazing. It's oh, for cool. special needs uh, kids who didn't oh, have the opportunity. Nice. They could, It's not an age limit. It's just didn't have the opportunity or just need that Never, one yeah. night. They treat them awesomely. That was like such a reward for That's us just cool. to see these kids really dancing and enjoying, you know, enjoying the light. Yeah. And enjoy it. it was beautiful. A whole new experience for a them. A whole new experience. And they loved it. I, I'll have mm. some pictures. I, I got to give you pictures of that. You'll be yeah, like, wow, that's this cool. Is, it was inside of a church. Hmm. So a church is a church. Nice. Church building. We transformed it. It looks so awesome. That's and, really cool. And just the face, the look of these kids' face and how they dance. <laughs> it was, it was worth it. It's like, it wow. It. You know, just yeah. to see their, the awe on their face. Yes. That's really cool. Yes. They were all dancing. I mean, it was, I mean, they bring them in in limos. They bring, oh, they treat them wow. like kings and queens, all of them. And That's it's cool. It's, it's definitely. Ten Tebow will come to uh, one or two. Yeah, obviously sure. he can't be at seven hundred and eighty right. plus, uh, <laughs> you know, events <laughs> right. on the same night. But he he leaves a great message. Uh, they projected message, and it's it's a very awesome program. And if you if you can, they they'll take volunteers. Mm -hmm. It's it's one of those experiences where you, you definitely want to. And they're all over. It sounds like I mean. Oh yeah, all over the world. Yeah, yeah. We That's have cool. they're on Australia. United what States. night of the year are they doing that? Um, it was February, I believe. They okay. did it this year already, and so I'm not sure the schedule for next year. Yeah, but yeah. But it's amazing. If you go to uh, Tim Tebow's uh, foundation website, mm -hmm. you'll see it. it's called Night to Shine. That's and cool. It's it's amazing. That's, Definitely a treat. That's really cool. And to feel that you can contribute to that experience, you know, that is that is such a rewarding, like oh, you yeah. said. That's so rewarding. I mean, what um, w what is your work, you know, with that? Obviously, you know, the rewarding part is is so fulfilling. I think that we need. I was talking to so many people about the idea that your most, your highest reward exists in something greater than yourself. Like when you have a project outside of yourself, the fulfillment just lasts longer. Yes, it's it's, it's just a more overall sense of fulfillment. And in that sense, what is what does your work mean to your life purpose? How do you see the work that you do here in relation to the bigger picture for your life, you know, for your own future, for your own life purpose here in this planet? Well, I tr we try to help um, as much as we can. Mm -hmm. And that's part of the way we grew up, the way I grew up, you know, helping. It was just always embedded in me to help where, where needed and where you possibly can. So that kind of fulfills a lot of my purpose. Mm. Um, the greater purpose, definitely, you know, family and friends and enjoying life. See, my success is not based on the numbers in my bank account. Mm -hmm. Then I would not be successful. <laughs> if you look at it right now, you'd be like, damn, do you have no success? Yeah, do not so, look at that right now. Right? Yeah, no, don't yeah, scratch that. Uh, it's not the type of car to drive. It's not based yeah. on exterior. At some point in my life, it was. Mm -hmm. Then I had a come to Jesus moment, mm -hmm. and it was like, you know, that's that's not where happiness yeah, priorities is. Priorities change. Priorities change. Yeah. And so now, you know, just being able to say, you know what, I'm taking the day off. You mm -hmm. know what, I'm going to sleep in. Yeah. You know what, uh, that's good enough for the day. Hey, family, let's go out to dinner. What would you, yeah. you know, just... That's success for me. Yeah, the, having the time for the things that really matter. Yes. That's really what was Having important. the time.
Mm-hmm. So that that's, that fulfills my purpose, you know. Yeah. Uh, the greater purpose is to love all, help all, and just try to, uh, you know, to be a better person and help those in need. I mean, this this country itself is in in a heap of hurt. Yeah, you know, and I see it a lot on my Facebook page, which mm-hmm. is kind of sad. You oh yeah, know? Facebook. I don't even yeah. bother with that too much anymore. Yeah, no, it, it, it's it's hard. You know, sometimes you I want to pull away from it, but the business I have to stay active in it. Yeah. But just you know, just in general, in family, you know, I have a a lot of people I see posts. You know, we're splitting up, divorce, mm-hmm. and whatnot, and, and that hurts. You know, yeah. it's that's hurt. You know, so I always reach out trying to help, and I think that's what. Um, that's what one of my purposes is on this planet is to yeah. to help, you know, and there's a lot of help. If you can help somebody, just, just reach out to them. Say, yeah. hey, how's your day going? You know, it, you don't know how much that means to Just someone. one person. If you if everybody had a, a baseline, let's say, measurement for a, a good day for themselves that they helped one other person, imagine the impact on the entire country or oh, the entire that planet. Would, it would be awesome. If we just it, had a little checklist, that's it. Just yeah. did I help somebody... One in person. the smallest thing yeah. today. That's it, you know? Yeah, yeah. It's just mm. one person. You know, it could be as simply as helping someone at the store with their bag, you know? Right. Being courteous and opening the door, holding the door, not slamming it in their face. Yeah. You know, the other day I was uh, I was driving, and I, I noticed this nice car was driving next to me, but the lady's skirt was hanging out the door. <laughs> she had got it between the door, and I was like, hey, you know, you're... <laughs> she she finally she acknowledged and she put down her window. I was right. like, hey, you kind of caught your dress, you know, on your right, door. Right. And she was very helpful. I mean, it made me feel good. Yeah, I could have been like, eh, you know, that's, yeah, whatever, you know, just whatever, let it go. Yeah, but it meant to her. I mean, I don't know the dress, what it would have cost or not, but I yeah. mean, it could be something simple as that. Yeah, you know, exactly. Or, or rewarding a kid, or you know, or just yeah. joining a program. You know, there's a lot of programs like the Florence program that yeah that that need volunteers. Yeah, I mean any any action towards something greater than yourself, yes. uh, I think, or outside of yourself, even you know we we tend to get so caught up with blinders and you know just selfish behavior and selfish doesn't have to be super bad or anything like that, but it's just not thinking of someone else when not you thinking could. of somebody else, yeah, yeah, and so well, you obviously have gone through. How old are you right now? Uh, thirty-eight. <laughs> Put I you on the spot here. I don't remember. <laughs> I know. I you start Who to remember this stuff. You start to forget after a while. I, now, when I was eighteen, I wanted to be twenty-one. I know. You, you always after yeah. twenty-one. Uh, there's no more significant birthdays. Yeah, so, well, you know, you're thirty-eight. So obviously, uh, you've gone through a lot of changes and transformation, especially through the work that you do and seeing the impact of the work that you do. Seeing a a creative way to contribute your gifts to the world. So what has been the impact on the people around you and the sense of your closest relationships, your friends, your coworkers, your family, as a result of these internal changes, these transformations in your own life? So what has been the impact? How have you changed? How are you different now to your relationships with these people than you were, you know, whatever, five, 10 years ago, maybe, or 15 years ago? What would you say are some important changes? Just my patience. Mm-hmm. My uh, stress level has definitely gone down. Mm-hmm. Um, when I started the business, obviously, I had a job. Yeah. And so that was a stress factor. I mean, not sleeping, you know. Absolutely. That's That was major. And I mean, no sleep. I mean, I could probably get 30 minutes of sleep. Wow. And then head back off to work. I was working the night shift and running a business during oh the day. Oh, my God, yeah. So it really was bad. And, and night shift. 
kudos to those people that love it. That's awesome. Oh, That's awesome of you. Tough, That's man. you're a special breed. Yeah. But it's not for me, and it's not for a lot of people. Yeah. You know, it's just I when you're in the night shift, it does things to you psychologically, mm-hmm. and your temperament is different. Yeah. Yeah. So once I cut that out of the picture and I quit my job, and I was like, okay, now I'm gonna focus on this. I mean, it's just, I have more time for my family. Mm-hmm. So that's been a major impact. I have more time to spend with friends. For me, you know, I, I love family and friends and acquaintances. You know, yeah. that's, that's like I said, that's my success. Yeah. That's what, if I could do that, you know, just. Just I'm, be I'm with happy. them. Yeah. I'm happy, you yeah. know, and I love what I do. Yeah. And what I do gives me the, abili- the ability, the opportunity to do what I love to be with mm. you know, my family and my friends. So definitely it's been a big positive uh, shift. Hmm. Well, patience is an important thing. I think everybody that I've talked to in some way has articulated the value of patience and how they have learned about it through all their different commitments and what they do over Correct. time. You know, you, you, I think it's inevitable to, to learn about that. And, you know, one thing that comes to my mind is that as we are doing what we're doing, regardless of the work that you do, uh, that you love it, that it's exciting, that it's it's got some transformative aspects to it. There's always that mundane stuff. There's always the day-to-day stuff that we have to deal with regardless, you know, like putting the wires down, taping them, yeah. taking them <laughs> off. You know? So how, you know, how do you not let that get the best of you? Because like I said, with everything that we have, regardless of how awesome you know, the the job is, like, I love talking to people on podcasting. I don't like so much having to edit it and save it and put it in file, right. you know, I don't like that part, but, so, yeah, so, you know, how do you, how do you create more of those transformative moments in your career and not let cynicism, let's say, of the mundane take you over? Were there any personal strategies or ways that you accommodate for that mundane stuff and not let it turn the stuff that is important and transformative into just mundane, you know, into just, oh, I'm going to go and set up the lighting for somebody. And, you know, we stop caring because the mundane has won. Yes. So um, it's how, not how do you do easy. that? Yeah. It's not. Uh, before that, I I, uh, I want to touch back about the patience because I yeah, remember absolutely. something very go funny. Um, don't ask God for patience. <laughs> don't ask for patience oh yeah because he will give you somebody that's that's gonna rub you the run (laughs) the wrong way and test you you know so i learned that real quick it's like no i'm yeah i will don't need to ask uh, for that the job like the story of job you know yeah the the different tests that he had yeah (laughs) and so yeah don't ask god for patience because he will give it to you you just got to learn it yeah so yes for the daily daily you know it's it's a it's a juggling game. It really is. Mm. And um sometimes the warehouse looks like a warehouse like a bad warehouse and <laughs> it eats at me cuz I have to answer emails, phone calls mm. and you know and the daily day, you know, if I schedule two, three appointments a day, that's my that's my day. Yeah. So when we are running hard on the weekends, you know, in the back of my mind it's always and it becomes a stress factor. Mm-hmm. It becomes that one thing, you know, that yeah, elephant in the room, you know. Yeah. Be it in the office, like, oh my gosh, I gotta get out there. Yeah. You know, we gotta do that. So the way we deal with it is just we just bring people on board. Mm. You know, it's so cooperation, having cooperation. a good team. Yeah. Yeah. Uh you know, share the workload. Correct. 
Mm-hmm. Correct. So, I mean, we're we're bringing in people. We have a guy starting here shortly that's going to help mm. me a lot. He's my right hand. I mean, he's been with me since we started, mm. you know, so I'm excited about that. There's, It's just delegating. You that's know? a good point. Yeah, I mean, I think cooperation. That, uh, you're the first one to answer that question that way. That's, a, that's an interesting. I like that. I like that a lot because splitting the workload, you know, when one of the obstacles that I – uh, outline as to basically I have seven major obstacles in, in this book that I'm writing that are just constantly there all the time that we can't get rid of and one of them uh, you can deal with them and learn to transform them continually but they're always going to be there and yeah. one of them is having a busy life yeah, in a sense and not in like you know it's good to be busy it's good to have stuff going on in your life but there's also this pace this rat race this over information age that we're in mm-hmm. and that to me, is a recurring obstacle that, you know, impedes your ability to see the transformation in your life, see these important experiences, see the impact that you have with your daily actions, you know, use meaning in a positive way. So that's, it's interesting because you say that because having cooperation frees up your time. If you have a good Mm -hmm. delegation, you have a good team, it allows you to have more time, which is, a way to deal with that obstacle. You know, yes. if, if things are too busy, then have a helping hand. Have somebody you can, of course, that requires trust and it requires other things, but it helps you manage that obstacle. Definitely. So uh, that, that's cool. And that's how a lot of businesses, that's where they fail. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, where the owner wears all the hats and wants to wear all the hats. Yeah, You know, it's, it shouldn't be that way. Mm-hmm. See, because if you invest, 25 hours a day in your business and oh, i know yeah. there's only 24 but as a business <laughs> owner you want to invest 25 hours that's true you know it's not going to happen because yeah. you have no time for your family obviously there's that stage in the beginning stage where you'll have to sacrifice that time yeah and if your family is willing and if they understand that it's only a uh, it's just a, temporary a phase, yeah temporary and and you set it as a goal as that's just temporary mm-hmm. you know you will succeed you know, and it's just time management. Yeah. Yeah. That's true. Time is the ultimate limiting factor with everything. Well, what is your, when you hear the word transformation, what does that mean to you? What transformers. Is, transformers. That's what I hear. Hey, transformation. Yeah. The, like, yeah. yeah. I love Transformers. Yeah. <laughs> That's my favorite movie well, up there for sure. So, what is it? Uh, I mean, in, I guess you can even say in the context of, your work, you know, like what, what distinguishes a regular event into something that's transformative for you? What does it mean? Huh. Hmm. When is it transformative? What makes it transformative? Well, I mean, the work we do transforms the room, right? Mm-hmm. It's, it's just, it's just the, um, the application of, of our lighting and the type of lighting that we do. We transform a room. We can transform mm. anything and make it. We put lipstick on a pig and we'll make it look good, <laughs> you know. Um, but I, I think what transforms it is also the client, mm. the type of client that we have. You know, uh, I mean, we can transform a room, yeah. But it's our 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 lives that gets transformed. I I stay in contact with my clients, yeah. You know, a lot of them have you know their friend requests me. They follow me mm-hmm. because they they really enjoyed our interaction and and I think it's that one to one initial 
that we have because I, I just love doing that. You know, yeah. it's just natural. I, I talk to people. There's about maybe two people that I have not been able to get along with from mm. the start. And and it's weird. People, when they hear that, it's like, well, there's right. something How? wrong here. Yeah. Something must be really <laughs> What's wrong. What's going on? What's going You're on pretty here? pretty friendly, usually. Yeah, <laughs> uh, usually, you know. <laughs> Give me my coffee and we'll be fine. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Coffee's key. Yeah, so I, I, I think it, it's, it starts, you know, even with the client, you know, that, that helps transform, you know, our business, yeah. you know, yeah. our, our model in the mood. It sets the mood. Yeah. I mean, we've had those clients where it's like, oh, you know, I just want to you know get in, get out and yeah. be done with. And I really don't want to deal yeah. with you ever again. Yeah. But we get those clients. So, you know, it's like, well, you know, what, just call me next time you need anything. We'll, we'll take care of you mm-hmm. because, you know, where we build that friendship. Yeah. Yeah. So that's that is transformative and it's transformative for your business too. Yes. As you guys grow and, and change. That's uh that's really interesting. It's the relationships, relationships that you that you built. Yeah. Well, kind of bouncing back to our little talk about obstacles, what in your opinion are some of the biggest obstacles to transformation? And that doesn't have to be like a great philosophical question, but really it can even be in the context of your work. Like when you are, you know, going out and do an event and, you know, you're trying to basically create the best possible feeling. You want it to be memorable. You want, you know, the people to really experience that transformative effect of what you bring. What are some of the biggest obstacles to that? Hmm. That's a good question. Um to in our event industry, I mean, by the time we get to the venue, it's already been dealt with. Mm-hmm. Um, so uh, obstacles there. I mean, sometimes we do run into that venue or that you know that event space. That kind of makes it a little bit complicated to mm-hmm. work there. But overall, I mean, it's obstacles on the field. I mean, would be money. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, if we had, if I had more money to buy more gear, I mean, I, yeah. could, I could definitely do that. Uh, but I mean, we try to stay low key. Mm -hmm. We try to manage everything before we get to the event space. Um, and just to stay on point, um, but obstacles, I mean, do you find a lot of things or does anything tend to happen? Let's say, okay, so you got the event, you, you come there, you start working with the, with the client. Have you had a situation where the client at the venue or there's obstacles there because of the relationship with the client. Uh, you know, they're, you know, they're being picky about something or let's say the, the staff at the hotel, there's miscommunication or, you know, I don't know. I'm not in that industry, but are there anything, are most of these things happen before you get to the event or do you happen to find there are these recurring obstacles that, Oh, there's there's definitely yeah. obstacles. Yeah, I yeah. mean, there's definitely situations where even the photographer, you know, hmm. wants us to move the lights because they don't feel it's great <laughs> enough for their picture. You oh, know? I see, and, I see. And then, so that brings up a good point because <laughs> you know that's interesting actually because there is, you know, from from the outside perspective, you could look at it as okay, the photographer needs different angles. There's hmm. there's a that's a physical thing, but. There's also behind that kind of how I see it is that there's 
almost like a little battle for control because yes. let's say you and know, that's like, what it is because yeah. we are pretty good yeah when we go in uh say we're going to stage wash we're going to add uh-huh. intensive lighting right or we're right. going to do a spotlight for the first thing yeah what's your vision for it correct versus the photographers so we'll, <laughs> but we actually will go and speak to the photographer i personally right, go right. it's like hey this is what the plan is so prepare yourself yeah because if they're not ready for that intense beam of light hitting right. their camera yeah sure by the time they dial that camera back in they and miss the adjust, moment they must miss the moment hmm. and then we do a lot of uh and there's an effect that's called dancing on a cloud hmm. it's a low long uh laying a uh, cloud mm-hmm. that comes out during the first dance and looks beautiful and oh, it's for cool. awesome pictures and so we try to get to try to to uh, set something up with the photographers and the videographers so we capture that moment. Oh, cool. So, yes, yeah, sometimes, you know, they can be, you know, we can work. Uh, sometimes they're a little bit special, just mm-hmm. need a little bit of adjusting. And But we, and we, this, uh, we preach this throughout our business. We don't embrace, you know, problems. We embrace solutions. Yeah. And so that's the way we tackle anything that comes in, that comes our way. You that's know, a good slogan. I it's, like a, it's, a, it's a problem, yes. But what's the solution? Mm-hmm. You know, don't don't stay stuck on the problem. Mm-hmm. You know, because then it just becomes a problem. Yeah. You know, give me a solution. What yeah. do we do? How can we fix this? And let's move on. Mm-hmm. That's great. I love that. I love that slogan. I had a recent episode on uh, what's your slogan, and basically, like people are giving me different slogans that they live their life by. I like that. What's what's the what was it again? How'd you say it? The solution? Oh yeah, we don't embrace problems. We embrace solutions. We embrace solutions. Yes. I like that. That's cool. Well, kind of to finish on a little fortune cookie note again, what was some of the biggest life lessons learned from your experience doing all of this that you've learned about the world, that you've learned about people, and, you know, what what can you share about that? Wow. Uh, Life lessons. I mean, there's just so many things running through my head. You know, it's just I've <laughs> yeah. learned a lot. Learned a I've lot. Come yeah, a, I've come a long way. And yeah, doing all those things. Just be good to people. Those mm-hmm. who who are uh, those who are even against you, or those who you may consider enemies of you. Mm-hmm. Just be kind to people, and just really, you mm. never know. Yeah, you never know. And this is sometimes that wow factor you never know whose hand you're shaking yeah you never know who you just turn down yeah um and uh, we've i mean thank god i haven't turned down anybody like so but i've been in situations where you know it's all like you know i don't think they're gonna book mm. and they book and they pay up front yeah and it's like totally unexpected unexpected and it's not huh. because i was judging the person but because of the language and the body language mm-hmm. of the of the initial consultation was like, no, you know, they, they really weren't comfortable with it, mm. but they turned out to be the best the client best ever. Yeah. yeah. Cause that's yeah. the best client that signs a check on the spot. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. They're, you know, it just, it's your, at least you're thinking, man, I left some money on the table right. or something, Yeah, you know, but, uh, just people, like I guess mm. we are, a, we are a people, uh, we, you know, we deal with people. We, we love people. We're a people yeah. type of person, you know, and we just happen to do the lighting. Yeah. You know, that's just, our I like, I like that know. way that you look at it because ultimately I think any kind of service, you have to be a people company You have to. and you happen to be doing whatever. Yes. But I like that. That's and cool. I learned that, um, cause I used to work for discount tire mm-hmm. and that it's a great company and yeah. they, uh, that's, 
you know, what I do around uh, my business. I just brought in what they taught yeah, me, yeah. you know, and that's just what I'm doing. And they're yeah. a successful company. Yeah. And that's what they are. They're, they're a people company. They're a people company. Yeah, yeah. That's what they are. And they just happen to mount tires, air tires, yeah. air checks. The, the details don't matter. It's, yeah. It's the principle behind it. And that's what's, mm. that, that will bring you to success. People, yeah. You know, and it just cultivate, cultivate people. That's what we have to do. Mm. And, in our businesses and in our daily life. Yeah. You know, we, we need to cultivate those around us, you know, help them out. You know, it's not all about me, me, me. You know, mm. it's about us. Yeah, people you are know. your greatest resource. Correct. People are our greatest resource. And you never know. You never know. You never this know. This is true. Yes. This is very true. Wow. Well, thank you so much, my friend. This has been a pleasure talking to you about your life and uh, your perspective on transformation and how it's in our daily life. Well, where can they... Where can they find you if they want to do some awesome? Jaime's lighting, by the way, is on point. So, if you ever Thank have you. an event, yeah. it is it is really. Cool. I didn't pay him for that. <laughs> no, he did not. I just decided to say that because he's awesome. So, where can they find more information about you? Facebook. Uh, well, let's do my web web page. They can go to my web page at okay. divinityeventlighting.com. Okay. Uh, Facebook page, same thing, and Instagram, divinity lighting. Okay. Um, and yeah, you can find me there, see some of our pictures, leave some comments. Um, you know, if you have questions and that's other things we do too. I mean, we have competitors, we have, uh, people from other places call me and say, mm -hmm. Hey, how would you do this? You know, we'll share with you. I mean, yeah. it's, it's, it's no secret. Yeah. You know, we'll help build you. I mean, yeah. we, that's, that's just what we do. And that's, that's a great way to operate any business. So awesome. Thank you. Well, thank you, my friend. Thank you guys for listening. This has been another episode on transformation. I hope it's contributed to your life. I love sharing these spontaneous conversations because my goal is that you find yourself uh, in these experiences and see how your life reflects these different aspects of transformation. It's not some woo-woo word. It is something that can happen every day, and I hope you found value in it. If you like this episode, share it with your friends. Tell them about it. I love having these conversations. I would love to create more episodes. Right now I'm at about uh, two per week, so looking to keep that going strong. Thank you so much for your support. If you want to check out some stuff on the website, we just opened a Patreon account, so you're able to support the show that way if you'd like to. Otherwise, thank you again for being part of this awesome conversation. So Thank, thank you, Jaime. You. Yeah. You're listening to the 7 Transformations Podcast with your host, Tudor Alexander. For weekly articles on creating a life you love, stay connected at the